So, I was thinking, I guess this one goes out uh, to Joe. What two things would you like more of while having sex? Is there anything you'd like to try in the bedroom that you've been afraid to ask for? <sighs> Should I just do the real thing? Should I just do the real thing now? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to So I Was Thinking a podcast where we challenge your brain to think, and then to think some more. There's a disclaimer that comes with the show, and it goes as followed. This cast is meant to be a conversation, a discussion, a learning experience, a debate, and an exercise of the mind. Some topics covered might be uncomfortable or hard to hear. None of us are or claim to be experts on the topics that we discuss. We will play devil's advocate for the sake of conversation and to explore various viewpoints that may even differ from our own. It is never our intent to cause harm or be insensitive about the subject. Our goal is simply to open up meaningful dialogue. With that being said, so, I was thinking. I salute you, sir, for that one. That was the greatest opening ever. That is a... Uh, I, I love the fact that she just went boom, so speechless. Like it was just like a. No, it's more like I'm not dignifying it with a response. Fine. So I was thinking, Joe, what time of day is the best for sex? <sighs> what is your problem? <laughs> Okay, right. I'm gonna go to the actual the act are you still rolling? We have been for two minutes and forty-three seconds of you guys right. being silly. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I was thinking. Let's get uh, let's get philosophical. So I have a, a few questions to propose and we can be philosophical about it. Um, facts nor fiction has to be implemented and this is just to explore our our way of thinking and our mind a, a little bit um so the first question that i uh, i am going to propose um is is there a meaning to life if so what is it no we're talking about the big questions the big questions <laughs> big questions <laughs> Now I will I will give my initial initial answer and I, I might explain on it later, but I just want to get it out there. I think our perp uh, our meaning to life is to procreate and die. That's it. Simple as that. Rod. I am uh, right there with you. I uh, think that uh, at heart we are just animals and our our main purpose is to procreate and then we just kick it and in between we pay taxes yeah exactly i mean i i want there to be more but i feel that the state of 
what I consider that's happening is, uh, yeah, we we are here. We try to find a mate, and then we die, just like every animal on the planet. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get into that in a second, though. My my answer was more of a scientific answer. On a personal level, though. I have different meanings to life. I believe that in in the core, like you said, yes, the meaning to life is to procreate and then, then you die. But on a personal level, um, I guess I would re- reword it to goals almost. Because my meaning to life is to be happy, to... Uh, make an impact, etc., etc. Et right. So there's, there's. I think there's a personal meaning to life, and there is a scientific person purpose to life. Is your personal meaning to life to create meaning for yourself? Yeah, in a, in a way. Yeah. Well, then, then it becomes what is meaning to an individual, right? Everybody sees their their purpose their meaning uh, in a different way um personally i don't think i'm achieving to what i think or what i want my purpose to be my meaning but i would i would like to think that my purpose in life is to make a difference on a larger skill than friends and family. Um, I'm not going for... I would like wealth, but I'm not going... I'm not aiming for wealth. Um, I'm aiming for happiness, and I'm aiming for a broad social circle. That's my personal meaning in life. Obviously, I want to spread my seed and have many, many mini-me's, but you know, if all else fails, yeah, to have have an impact on at least the people around me. Mm-hmm. So that is is that happiness then, right? That's a question asked. What yeah. is happiness all the time? Happiness is, an- <laughs> happiness is answering the phone and having it on silent during a recording. Pick up the phone, Rod. Pick up the phone, Rod. <laughs> Gonna be new merch. <laughs> pick yeah, up the phone. Should pick up the phone, Rob. <laughs> hey, hey, Jackass! Pick up the phone. Please stand by. We are currently having technical. Someone keeps forgetting to silence their phone difficulties. Sorry about that. So, you were asking, basically, happiness. I, I guess you could call it happiness. Happiness is the goal, is the purpose, the meaning. Yes, but what is happiness? What is happiness? I mean, it's a feeling, isn't it? I mean, happiness. Like, some people define happiness as being incredibly rich. Some people define happiness as having a, uh, a Lamborghini. Some people define... Happiness is a very... Um, subjective okay. to the person that you ask, I guess. 
for me, happiness would be. Um, just wow, it, that's hard. It is hard, and I don't know. Like when I think of happiness, or what people often I feel what many people expect from happiness or what it's defined as it seems like this elevated it's like i'm going to take the easiest example of lust and love right so okay. being content and having really high highs or very low lows for instance so i i kind of wonder like okay so and i'm not saying being content is not for, like some people maybe contentness is happiness maybe it's that lust that's happiness or i'm trying to like frame what i mean here but I was going to say, because content doesn't sound like happiness to me. Right. So, like, what is happiness? Is it that, is happiness come at moments at a time, or is it something that can be sustained? Can happiness be sustained? 24-7? No. I do think happiness comes in, in waves. But I think there have to be more highs than lows to call it happiness. Right, you need that comparison, correct? To know that something's good mm -hmm. to bad, to happiness, to sadness, to yes, somewhere in between. Without evil, there can be no good. What do you think, Rod? What is happiness to you? Or what, what is, is the divine? What is your personal meaning to life? See, that's where I was headed. <clears throat> because I feel that... After, I feel like the personal meaning is the equivalent to people trying to find their purpose. And I feel that once we, as the human race, kind of drop the idea of religion and afterlife and picking up the phone picking up the phone <laughs> um when we get to the core idea of we are just like any other animal on the planet that procreates and then dies once we feel and can understand that that is our place i feel then only can we start looking at trying to achieve more through science which will then give us more purpose i feel i feel like there's something out there but i, I think that we are so tied back and we're so hindered by this idea of oh, I must be special, I must have a purpose, I must have a meaning. I feel like we're so drawn into that that we forget that we, we're just like any other species on, on this planet. Yeah, we're a little bit more evolved. However, I feel like if we could just understand what we are to move forward, then maybe something bigger will then present itself. So would you say that, like, does life, uh, is it essential that life has purpose? 
I want life to have purpose, but I feel that life really doesn't. We want to feel that there is a meaning to life, but I don't think we understand that right now that the way things are, there really isn't one. We have to almost find, I feel like we need to find one, but we, we're not finding it in the ways that we could be. I feel that we get so focused on, well, there's gotta be something for me on the planet. Like I need to touch as many lives as possible. That is my meaning. I am here to solely entertain everyone and be this beacon of hope. And I don't feel that, I, I feel that that is something that happens. That's not the, that, that isn't the sole purpose. The, the, there's, there's much more, but I, I think that we're not scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. So, one, we are aliens. Um, I don't believe, like, j- j- just to clarify that, um, Rod said we are all animals, like mammals in the end, blah, blah. Um, I don't believe that. I believe we are a different species because um, I think that we originated due to a mutation that happened after some molecules or, or whatever came down crashing from a, from a comet. I don't think that we are like advanced alien life or whatever. But I do think that we come from an outer, that we that, that we have originated from the influence of an outer source. Let's put it that way. Um, that to the side, though, I feel that Rod is is um, kind of incorporating the entirety of the human race um into this and not what is my personal um purpose or my personal mission my personal but do you need um, a purpose to begin with not just human race but but yourself at at a subjective level do you require purpose and is purpose fabricated in or or not I think purpose is fabricated, but I think you do need one. Because I believe that if you do not feel like you have a purpose in life, or a meaning in life, you will fall into, for the lack of a better word, a depression. Right. Uh, a negative cycle where you just feel like you don't matter. Like you, yeah, like you don't matter. I was going to say like you don't have an impact but that would only strengthen Rod's argument of people feel like they need to touch as many people as possible, I, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's different like to say that um, you have this purpose that I need purpose, so I fabricate a purpose for myself. My purpose, this is my goal, therefore this is my purpose for living. Rather than people who say uh, faith-based purpose, which is this outer 
force, uh, God, be you, whatever it may be, um, that this this underlying faith that has put you innately on this earth to have that purpose. I think those are two different things. And obviously I'm on the side with like, uh, I believe purpose is a fabrication of this, the subject. It has to be, and I think it's very important to live a good life if we're going to talk about good life, um, at least on the basic the surface. But to me, I, I come from like a Buddhist background where it's going to be really hard to explain not drawing, but I'm going to try it because the way I'm going to say it is going to be contradictory. Say I draw some lines on a piece of paper and the shape looks like what we would define a bunny, right? So uh, normally I would just do it and I wouldn't say a bunny. I would say, what is it? What is this? And you would say, oh, it's a bunny. It's, it's a, a bunny. rabbit. You it's an Easter bunny. It's this. Well, it's a rabbit. You would have to shoot it and then skin it and kill it. But it's just like this, these lines together, right? These lines mm -hmm. together. But it's empty, right? The meaning is empty. You tell me it's a bunny, but they're just lines that we have now said, this is a drawing of a bunny. We associated that. Okay. So we've, we've, we've made that meaning into something that was once empty, Right. That's mm -hmm. the, that's a basic foundation of, of Buddhist philosophy is that everything of, of emptiness to accept, you know, emptiness. And then we put meaning on on top of that. But that doesn't mean it's less like beautiful, beautiful or less purposeful or anything. But like it's I think it's important that to to not be confused by a faith based purpose and uh, human life fabricated purpose does that make sense i don't know if i'm being very clear right now coffee well, is not faith, working faith, so well <laughs> faith based is is humanly fabricated but right so i mean like no but okay so let me say that better when i say faith based in this scenario i know it's a bad word but i mean that you feel like you need to do this goal because not because you've chosen it but because some other external force has has chosen has, you you were born this way you were made to do this innately you were, didn't learn, or you didn't have so any you other were a predestined, uh, predestined. Right. Purpose. Thank you. Yeah. You were you were destined to build rockets that bring right? people to Mars. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever the case may be, I think, it, from my perspective, I think there's purpose can be looked at in different ways. But my belief is that purpose is we create it for ourselves. If we're talking about the subjective, subjective personal, like you were saying, Jesper. Um, mm -hmm. If we're talking about, like, all of humankind, then I feel like, obviously, we, we, we touched on that earlier. You know, procreation. Yeah, procreate, um, pay taxes, yeah. you die. Just everything, yeah. I don't know. That's my two cents. Hmm. I mean, that's, I think that's a, that's a fair thing. I, I, yes, there is definitely a difference between, and, and I know that I'm, I'm going to offend people here, uh, not you guys, but listeners when when i say like yeah you've got the um the power hour priests or whatever they are called that are put here on earth to spread the word of jesus uh, lord saturday saturday late and saint whatever uh you've got those and you've got the oh i've been put here to uh reach as many people as i can and put a smile on their face like i've been put here to eliminate uh, malaria or cholera or polio hi bill gates come on our podcast um you've got that but, but i think those are outliers those are extremes 
for the ordinary common John and 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 Joe Doe, um, their purpose in life might be much smaller. Their meaning to life, their their feeling of like, okay, I this is what makes me happy, right? Because I think as long as you are happy, you might feel that you are fulfilling your purpose, you are fulfilling your meaning, because you are happy in in life. But do you need a purpose to feel happy? Like I I, I look at it this way: I have it, earlier when we first started this topic, I, we basically all agreed um, when we said that. Um, you know, to procreate and and die was one of the purposes. The course. Yeah. The the cores, right? I don't feel that I have a bigger purpose. I don't feel like I have smaller purposes. Do I need a purpose to make me happy or content? No, because Would it make you happier? What if my purpose was to kill a million people? I don't think that would make me happier. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if I was, if my purpose and I found out that my purpose was to cause a, a slaughter of innocent people, I don't think that would make me happy. I think that would make me pretty well, sad, but then, depending on the person. Depending well, but on then, the person. then that wouldn't be your purpose though. Is your purpose to be purposeless, to be okay with purposelessness? I'm just. I believe that a purpose. If you find your purpose, (laughs) I I believe that would make you happy. If you find your purpose. No, no, because if if that would have been my purpose for being here, then you get the people who would ask why and would struggle with that. Why me? Um, it's a it's a constant movie trope that you see. Someone has been this predestined to do something, and they Neo. ask, you know, why? I'm not even saying I wouldn't say Neo. I mean, that's a, that's a good it's a um, good example. But I'm I'm thinking more of um oh you're destined it has to be that my my example would be you're destined to do something bad or something happens to you that you know is bad that you have to give up one thing in order to achieve another mm-hmm. and I, I don't and to me I don't feel like that is something that would that would make me happy. What, what makes right. me happy is being with my wife, petting my dog, um, hanging out with friends. Um, I don't need to have a purpose in life so, to do those things. So a purpose to, to try and separate purpose and happiness you're meant to let her go because it will be better for her but you will be unhappy 
as then the purpose would not make you happy, but the purpose ultimately is for the better. I think that's just a, that's just almost a code that I live by, not even by um, purpose is, is to do the right thing. So in that example, to me, doing the right thing would be, you know, giving up my feelings for the, for a greater good, let's say. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that my purpose. Believe me, I, I've, I've thought about this a lot and I feel like I want there, I, I desperately want there to be a purpose, but in my mind, there is no, unless there is a predestined or higher power that provides it, I do not believe that there is a, a purpose other than procreation and and then ultimately kicking the bucket. Hmm. So many things to ask. <laughs> so, mm. so many things go, in my go, mind. Go for it. Go for so it. many things <laughs> to unravel. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, where do you I mean, start? Happiness is not uh, linked to purpose, per se. Although I, person on a personal level, I do feel that if the purpose gives me happiness, it's, it seems in, in air quotes, perfect, a perfect purpose. Does a perfect purpose, uh, lead to a perfect life? I believe so. If that makes you, if, if that purpose makes you happy, I think a happy life is a perfect life. Yes. Um, it, it, so I'm going to get a, a... Yes, <laughs> Ron, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, Ron. <laughs> Please stand by. We are currently having technical. I am blaming the wrong person for the phone ringing difficulties. Sorry, Rod. I have, I have muted that. See, that yes, wasn't sir. the purpose of this... <laughs> Okay. Okay. I mean, so what I was going to say yeah. is given given your scenario, and I'm going to have a lot of people hate me right now, but given your scenario of the perfect purpose gives you the perfect life, then couldn't it be argued if Adolf Hitler thought his. Oh. Uh, well, I knew this I mean, was coming. I knew this was coming. Go on. So, so his per he felt that he had the perfect purpose. So, therefore, did he leave the lead the perfect life? Because therefore, yeah. he was happy in what he was doing, and mm -hmm. so therefore, you know, according to what we had just said, given those parameters, he 
in his eyes, I think, led the perfect life up until his final hours. Now, we might disagree with his purpose, his decisions, his happiness, but in his mind... We very much mind, disagree. I can't speak for everybody on this earth. In I'm his mind... <laughs> In his mind, I believe that, yes, he lived a happy life up until he foresaw his demise. Um, at that point, well, he made the wrong choices to fulfill his purpose. Or what he felt was his purpose, at least. Obviously, he believed in certain things that the majority of the world didn't believe in. Does that make him less happy or his purpose less true to him? Probably not. Um, so as horrific as that era was, looking at it from his perspective, which is hard, but looking at it from his perspective... Yes, he probably was happy and did what he thought was right and and fulfilled what he thought was his purpose. But was he happy? And the only reason I say that is I don't think you necessarily have to be happy to try to fulfill a purpose. True. Maybe Maybe during this, he realized that his purpose was... And I, I hate to use this, but I mean, this is such a the, the great scenario. He believed in his purpose, but maybe he knew that he couldn't accomplish his purpose and it overwhelmed him and it didn't make him happy. So, you know, and that can be said for for anybody. And I think it, when we, we step back um, and, and we... Okay, so we used him for just an, an extreme to, to show you what kind of um, what kind of purposes are out there. So you're using an evil purpose to make someone feel like they're happy. But does that necessarily mean that they're happy? And I think that the purpose, some people can feel overwhelmed with their purpose. And I don't think that that necessarily... So, so to say he was happy, I don't think that we can really say that because oh. he may have been overwhelmed. We don't know that. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't know that, obviously. That, uh, weren't but, alive. Do you still, but then do you still feel that if you are happy with are whatever... Are you living your purpose? Right. If you if you're if you're happy with your purpose, are you living the perfect life? And what is the perfect life? I mean, what are we defining as a perfect life? Oh, definition of a perfect life it can be very different than fulfilling your purpose. I believe because the perfect so, life is subjective. Can having a life where you achieve absolutely nothing can you be can, can you be happy achieving nothing 
what would nothing... And, and can that lead to a perfect life? What would nothing consist of? What would it consist of? Mediocrity. You existing. don't achieve anything. Just well, existing. existing. Floating. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mediocrity is 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 also very subjective. What is mediocre to me is might not be mediocre to to Rod or or Food, to Joe. Shelter, clothing, living. That's it until you die. Being a, a hunter and gatherer again. Not that, that. Not that that's it. But just an idea of like. The basics Does and just involve sharing your life with a compatible partner. What monogamy? Monogamy is like not, you know, like serial monogamy well, is real. No, with a compatible but... partner. I, I said nothing about monogamy or whatever. Compatible partner. Oh, just like a partnership in general, like of with compatible. Like... Yes, I mean like an, an intimate partner. Like okay, is someone intimate? Okay, partner. So you said ah, so I if if it includes that, then I would say, yeah, could be happy. Uh, well, maybe more content than happy though. But that's that's where like like I always strive. For me, a good life, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna define it from my level, is contentness with periods of happiness or or elated feelings of some mm-hmm. sort, right? Because I don't, that can't be sustained. For me, I see, ex, you know, extremes and then, sorry to be Buddhist, but I see the middle way and I, that's where I want to be, right? And that is something that I consider a good life in terms mm-hmm. of uh, not just like emotionally, but like having needs met, obviously, too, like just basic food, basic shelter, basic yeah. whatever. Like to me, that's where I would define a good life. You know, I don't know. Like, I can't. You but can't be happy life? all the time. A perfect life, yeah. And that's where we'd have to flesh out perfect life, which is, you know, a big. I question. think you would have to need something on top of what you just described. Like, but are you like? What do you mean on top of? Um. Well, you describe basically having your basic needs met and and having a and my uh, contentness basically. In your contentness, uh, a happy life, right? You have a partner. You have the basic needs met. All the basics are covered. Life. Yeah, it's a good life. I think to make it perfect, you would have to elevate one of those basic needs to an excessive. So you have an excessive amount or or quality really? of food. You have an you have an excessive uh, roof. I think that would that would elevate it from a good life to but something above just, that. But the, but that's just feeding what you want in your possibly excess, yes. in your needs of something needs to be excessive. We really don't know what the end game of life is besides dying, right? We we all know we die, and we know that that's pretty much as of right now that our is knowledge all we ends know. there. That our, our yeah, that is end game. So then what contributes to that perfect life? Because let's say that there's something um, beyond death. Let's say there's something beyond death or not even beyond death. Like, but let's not think of even the religious, religious possibilities. Mm -hmm. Let's say that maybe we don't have to die at all. Maybe that's coming close. 
right? So we don't have to die at all. So then what happened? Like, how do we define the perfect life? Because at that point, we've changed the end game. Being 21 forever. It's ever evolving. The perfect life is that what you're saying. As we as a species evolve, the perfect life evolves. The perfect life evolves. Yes. yes. Sure. So on the bigger picture, because we're talking a lot about like subjective purposeness, subjective meanings of life, and to bring those together, subjective and the larger, like, are we obligated to oh. behave, let's say good, for lack of a better word, or better ourselves in other ways? As a as mankind, are we obligated to like push the meaning of life, or to 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 no. give purpose or meaning or, or or whatever you want to call it to the greater the species? Is what I'm trying to say here. No, like you don't think so. You don't think I guess the keyword being obligation here. Are we obligated? This, Should we be obligated? This is, are we? This is going to be a, a devil's advocate from from here on for this particular. But no. Um, what about procreation? And... Procreation, sure. That's the, the selfish gene. I I think. I think that's what yes. the selfish gene yes. wants. Yes, part of it, yeah. Um, which is not for the greater good. That's for me. That's my, my Well, is it, though? It's not just well, I for want your to genes. See my, it's for your I want species to see as well. My genes. Yes, over another. But you still want so to continue on the... My genes. That's for me. That's not for anybody else. So, this is taking a bit of a turn, but I don't need all the people in Germany. Mm -hmm. So, why would I care? They're not going to make me more happy or less happy. So, again, but you don't know that. Wait, hold on. But you don't know that because maybe something, a, a discovery or an invention then I'll never know that. But, 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 what's that? I'll never know if they make that discovery in 20 years if I wipe them out. I'll never know. It won't affect me. Because I'll, yeah, that'll never happen. You could have just effectively Coulda, wiped out your chance yeah. to live forever and procreate more mini use. Mm -hmm. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, but I'll never know that so it doesn't affect me. Okay, but are you saying... Yeah. It does affect you. It, it does, does affect, affect me, you. but where, I'll never know it affected. Okay. I'll never know it affected me, because it never happens. So therefore, it it doesn't affect me, because my consciousness, my well, brain, it's the idea. Well, well, what Rod's saying is, you don't know the end game, so you don't know the domino don't know the effect. So, but that doesn't okay. mean it doesn't affect you and your gene talking... pool. But like, so I think right. he's talking about the bigger picture. You're talking about. A very like, well, I'm it's dead. Not... I won't know, anyways. But that doesn't mean it doesn't well, affect your gene pool. He's he's living in a in a selfish vacuum. Yeah. Right? That and, I, and that's what I, I get that. Yeah. But just because you're living in the selfish vacuum doesn't mean that the the people around you are not going to better your existence, whether you know that or not. Okay. Because it's just going to happen. Think of it like peekaboo. Just because you're hiding behind your, you know, your parents hiding Look, behind a I thing. Can't see you, you can't see right? me. Right? No, but it's that idea of like. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's 
Sorry. Rod's doing things on camera. Be careful. But no, it's no, like... I, I, I got, I got well, actually, actually, if I don't see you, do you actually exist? Oh, well, that... <laughs> That's a whole big really thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you can never know because at the moment that you peek into the box, it's there. <laughs> or is it? Um, but, yeah, no, there's definitely a point that Rob makes there. Like, people can influence your your life without you knowing it or even... Ex well, yeah, without you even being aware of it at all. Like, I drive a BMW. Don't worry, it's a very old one, 1990. I'm not a poser. Um, but, yeah, that's German. So when I said, like, yeah, wipe out the Germans and it won't affect me, if I do it this instant, it won't affect me this instant, but I will never know how it could have affected me in the future. This is this is obviously true, but because I would never know, it also doesn't affect me. Ignorance is bliss. Is that what you're saying? In a in a, in way, a way, like I'll never know what would have happened if I didn't wipe them out, because that will never be. So, will that make me happier or not happier? A better life? So you're saying that you are not obligated on the bit on the on the bigger spectrum for mankind? Uh, from a purely uh, selfish gene perspective, which we all, I think we all have, no, you are not obligated to do the, the greater good, look at the, what's best for the world stuff. No, because you, I think you inherently will do what is best for you and your seed. How about you, Dimples? I, I still want to go along with this line of questioning, though. Um, but even though you've got the, the quote-unquote selfish gene, wouldn't the selfish take over and look at you have this big group of, of people who could ultimately enhance your your happiness like you, so, you while you don't know it you you look at people because I, I look at people if they're going to be selfish what they're going to end up doing is using that selfish like narcissistic how can i use these people for my gain it's always how can i mm -hmm. use this stuff for my gain and i think whenever um you use your example like we're going to get rid of all these people like we don't have an obligation to help these people i think that counteracts what you're doing i think if you if you notice a lot of the people in power, a lot of those selfish people are putting on a happy face. They don't necessarily believe in your well-being. They believe in what can you do for me? So they'll put on a facade. They're, they're not making obligations to better, but they're making sure that they're good enough 
so that they can help them in the future. Right. If, and, if that makes sense. And those people of power, let's say, using that example, need you. They need masses of people. It, it makes you, you stronger. It makes your gene pool stronger to have uh, the resources of other people. So why I was saying when Rod was saying, oh, the, the people in power, you know, they're, they're very selfish. It's like, how can what can you do for me? That's exactly mm -hmm. social. What can you do for my gene pool? And what can I do for your gene pool? Is it exchange? Well, I, and that's when we get the, into talk about altruism and whether that exists. Because you're always does exchanging. The, does the what can I do for you gene pool really come into play when all you want to know is what can you do for my gene pool? So what do I need to do to help you so that I can that's, get further? That's the exchange. Well, Unless I'm mishearing but you. the gene yeah. pool of that other person that you need the help from to better yourself mm -hmm. might not matter. It might you might. It doesn't matter to you, but by default, you exchanging that help or service or whatever. I'm not necessarily talking about like today, but I'm talking about like just how it. Like mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the power thing. That's like a million different things we could talk about there. But like I, I, on a I general level, is it? It's an exchange. I, I want right. to further my seed. Yeah. So. But in order you don't to do give that, a shit I if to, they do. I, I don't. I, but but in order to do that, I need to eat. Right. So I'm going to use these people around me to kill that mammoth so I can eat. Mm -hmm. But they're only going to help I when will, they. I will only help them if they're at risk of dying, and therefore I will be at risk of dying because I can't kill that mammoth. Wait, what? Sorry, you lost me there. Say it again. Okay. No, sorry. You'll only help that that part. You only... only help. I will only help that person that helps me kill the mammoth when I am at fear of dying because I can't kill the mammoth on my own. That's fine. And they help, and then it's still an exchange. Yeah, yeah but I don't care if they procreate or not. I, I, you don't have to care. You don't have to care. You're still working yeah. together. What right. you're doing is you're giving them the ability to do whatever you... So so a better example for what you're trying to say is, okay, so that mammoth that you, you, you need to eat. So you need to eat. Jesper needs to eat. And what he does is he goes out and sharpens a whole bunch of spears and gives them to his group. And they go out and they they destroy the the mammoth, and then he gets to eat. I, I, I feel like that is a better example that he's, he's trying to. So you you look at it and you want to give, um, you want to give that other group the optimal chance in providing your outcome. It's not yeah. that you care. You don't care what that group actually does oh, as sure. long as they yeah. provide the outcome that you're looking for. Yeah. And I think that would have been the better <laughs> example yeah. that he was trying to get across there. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like in, in this, you're always, and, and like you said, take the power thing away. You're always trying to look for a way to it's all it's it, to me it's always at the end of the day survivability mm -hmm. whether you whether you have a selfish need for yourself to survive but then but this is what this is where i have i guess a problem with calling it like a selfish gene 
because I don't feel that all actions end up being selfish. Yeah, so uh, I was actually wanting to ask you guys about this. So what you're talking about is like there's this, you know, the long-standing question of altruism. And altruism is the idea that of, of selflessness. I don't, I don't know if you guys know what altruism is. I'll just explain in general in case mm -hmm. listeners don't. Um, altruism is the idea that an act can be completely selfless. You have no benefit to doing that Doesn't act. Doesn't exist. Doesn't, Doesn't exist. exist. That is the question. Does no. true altruism exist? I'll say. No. Show me one person... Show me one act that one person has ever done that is true altruism. Okay. I don't agree with what I'm going to say, but I want to ask you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if someone... There's a stranger in... A, like a stranger you've never met them before for some reason they're like in a situation where they're about to die you step in right in a situation Crazy. that has wait that has a, a a high percentage of you not coming out of it but you do it anyways and you die and you have no other living family members close family living members like or maybe you do maybe maybe not but i don't know but like you die okay so uh is that altruistic at all? Well, that depends. Is that selfless, on... I'll say? Well, that, that depends. Did I know that I wasn't yeah. going to come out of it? You, you, you know there's a big chance you aren't coming out of it. Do I know the percentage? Or do I just go in 50 50? Well, you're pretty sure. You're pretty sure that you're going to die, that... but you do it anyway. I'm not talking about you. I'm saying someone else, because, you know, there's people that do things that you don't do, right? It's someone else, I, I you see so. it on the news, whatever, I don't know, and they do that. Is that as selfless as act? Or is it not? Or is it half? I, is there half? I think that if their selfish gene has been fulfilled, if their selfish gene is happy, they have procreated, they, ha okay. they, are, they have fulfilled their meaning in life. Um then that exists. If they have not fulfilled their need of their selfish gene, if they are able to, then they wouldn't do it. Because they still have the need to fulfill the urge of that gene. Hmm. Or is it the immortality you gain by doing something so heroic? There's no immortality. Okay, you're, well... You're dead. Oh. But the... Okay, so... Hmm. Like... Are, are, we say, are we saying true altruism has yeah. to be achieved by death, though? I no, mean, no, no. I'm, no, I'm trying yeah, to I find... Mean, because... Okay, I'm I just want you know an I'm not example. saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that well, at all. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I was trying I'm to just, do it. I was trying to say something further, but I didn't get to it. But yeah, go on. That's well, I, here's the reason, because I think Jesper kind of finally hit a nerve with me with saying that no true altruism exists, because I call BS on that, because I've done things personally in my life that would not benefit me, but have benefited other people at my expense, <clears throat> and that's in the workplace. It's taken money away from me. It's taken money away from me 
and help someone else move up the chain of command. Now, looking back on it, I think it was a stupid move. But <laughs> at the time, I've always kind of lived my life by do what's do the right thing. And to me, do the right thing was do the do what I think at the expense of it costing me something to myself. And that has happened before. And, and it's happened quite a bit. And that's why you might say I've kind of soured over the years and have have a more um, difficult, a sarcastic, not a sarcastic view, but um, a um, pessimistic. Pe thank you. Like a pessimistic view of the world now. At that um, moment, though, did it yeah. make you feel good? Yeah, that's what moment? I was going to ask. Yeah. Did, did you did you feel did you feel yeah. better in saying I took the high road or I, I made the, the better choice or like did it give you some sort of satisfaction knowing that you did the right thing as you said? No, it made me sick to the stomach. Actually, it it, it made me it like because I, I knew what I was. It was one of those things where it was like I know I have to do the right thing, but I didn't want to. Um, but ultimately it was something like I knew that I had to do and, and it was, that was the feeling at the time. Like now, I, now I don't get that feeling because I'm just like, it, as you can see, I feel that there's no bigger purpose. So I, I don't feel the need to, I, I still, I want to be the bigger person i still want to strive for if, if i have any type of purpose in life it would okay. be but you make a good to, point here bigger person <laughs> bigger person mm -hmm. at that point you were being the bigger person that gives you a sense of pride right? or a that sense of exactly feeling good about yourself in terms of not like i feel good about my situation but I, I did this when I didn't want to, and I still did it. I'm a, because I'm a good person. I did the... Oh, a good I did person. The, or, like, yeah, like, I, I took the high... Whatever you want to say. There's different, like, different types of pride that play in play. So I personally know it, like... So I always say that I suffer from, like... Not suffer from, uh, but, like, I believe in, like, uh, I what I call pseudo... Uh, pseudo altruism. So, like, kind of like what you're talking about, Rod. You, you, there's things that don't benefit you situationally. But for some reason, you know, it makes you feel like you've taken a high road or maybe helping someone uh, or helping a lot of people at once. You know, it exhausts you, but you know you're doing the right thing in your mind. And so at that point, at that point not later on, but at that point. So you have you will sacrifice all these money, you know, uh, emotional strength, uh, physical strength, whatever it is. And you'll but you'll, you have self-worth. So I always tied my. I used to have like it's complex that I had to like help everyone, every single person, it didn't matter because it gave me purpose and it gave me self-worth. And therefore I don't believe in true altruism, not because I'm not saying that people don't aren't selfless in terms of what they do. Their actions are very selfish. What you selfless, what you were doing, you know, is selfless, but it does give you some sense of feedback of who you are. And 
to me, that's why I say it's like a half, it's like a half altruism. It's like a pseudo altruism. Like it's important. It changes lives. And I like, it's not like we're all just selfish parts that don't do anything. Pardon, I'll bleep that out. But um, like we, it's hard for me not to curse when I'm talking about this stuff. But like, it's, of course, it's going to make us feel like righteous or righteous. Is that right? Like we felt like we did something right in a way. Do you know what I mean? But see, there's two, but, but there, this is what I, okay, so we're going to define altruism as there has to be no feeling with yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, no, yeah, because, nothing, you get no benefits. Alter, because, because there's, there's many, there's many definitions because there, the, the zoological definition is an animal that, that does it. It was, what was it? Uh, behavior of an animal that benefits other animals at its own expense. When you when you look at that, then yeah, there's true altruism because feelings don't play a part in it. Like that's the thing. Like I, we, we, well, we're talking we about human talking evolution about feelings. And, and humans. Yeah. So like emotion is a part of mankind. Is it not? It is a benefit to us. It can benefit us in many ways to feel good. We may act good. To feel bad, we may act bad. Like there's, there's, you can't take it out of the scenario of what's selfless and what's selfish or what's in between. Because I don't think it's just you're selfish or you're selfless. I like I use that example about the whole dying thing because I was like, it can be looked at many ways. It could be you had no benefit in this at all because you're dead and you had no other living members of your gene pool and you just killed yourself off for the greater good of this person's family or this person. But then there's also the side that says, hey. Um, you know, this person died and sure, they, it doesn't seem like they have a purpose for doing it. And I'm not saying I, I, I'm like agreeing or whatever. I'm just trying to make a little statement here, but like, uh, if that person died and, but they want, but they know that they've created a conceptual immortality of, of themselves in, in this generation because they did this heroic act. And in in that way, they kind of live off and live on in history. And that's the idea of being immortal okay that's just like a concept right of like of creating something for yourself that you'll be remembered for and therefore you live on in 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 general right so there's like that's why i use that example because it's like well you can look at that and be like this person just killed themselves ah because they want to save someone that they didn't even know or is it i want it to be famous i want it to be remembered i want it you know what i mean like i'm not saying i agree or disagree with any of this i'm just trying to say these are the theories that are out there but uh, like at the at the end of the day, uh, we try to make things. I feel like humans we try to make things more complicated than they need to be, and because we're humans, yeah, that's the that's nature why. of us. But you know, when I look at it, in like people, people can do. I don't even want to call it unselfish things. People can um, give up something at the expense of themselves, be it be it no feelings involved. They they can give up something part of themselves. We just we just happen to associate it with feelings. That's just it one, one be- part of it. Yeah, like but because there's like there's feelings. I'm saying when we brought up the feelings, it was like is this a scenario in it? There's scenarios that you might like be completely seemingly selfless, but it benefits your family. So, it, but you personally get nothing from it, but 
there, for some reason this group of people or this person or something you know benefits from it therefore you benefit from it or like but you don't benefit you don't feel good about it that's why i'm like there's always like there's there seems to be never a scenario where not something whether it's a situational like a, a tangible thing or whether you it's a, conceptual or whether it's emotional like there's you have a daughter and a person comes into your house and says i'll shoot you or your daughter you say shoot me because my daughter will live on that might sound as altruism but it's not because you are doing that for your seed but it doesn't mean like it's not like because when we have these conversations like a lot of people will get upset and, and think it's like we're saying we're like all evil that's not it at all it's just that that's what it, i'm that's saying not what i'm saying that's not what yeah. i'm saying like, that's not it, it to me it almost seems though um we we start taking liberties with what counts and what doesn't uh, with with the, with, with the definition of altruism yeah it, it feels like we we're, we're taking liberties because we're trying to say well because of x y and z now it shouldn't be counted because someone's oh. getting some benefit somewhere but that's why it doesn't exist the the term ultra like the like the uh, for humans like that's why it wouldn't exist doesn't mean there's something not something else there's not selflessness in other ways but like true altruism like true altruism where there's absolutely no benefit whatsoever to yourself not to other people but to yourself then yeah, like true. In my opinion, true altruism can't exist because of how we are as humans, and we're very social, and we have this line of basic needs to exist. And but yeah, I I personally don't think I think it's a, I call it pseudo altruism, or like like it half exists, doesn't exist in its true form. It's it's conceptualized. It's it's it's. I'm sorry. It's idealized. It's not. It's not. You can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> but, but, but altruism doesn't say that it, you have to. It, true altruism. Ex- true altruism. Your does. expense. Your your expense. So you you give you give the you give your life. The, you give your life, right? Yeah. Where where you get you you get shot, okay? And you you're saying, well, you can't have that because you are. The, the benefit is your line lives on. What what benefit did you receive from that? Your line your line your, may not have lived on. I don't. You, that's what I said dead. earlier. Like, there's two different, three different scenarios you can well, talk about you in that. Sacrifice. You 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 um, fulfill your selfish mm-hmm. uh, seed a gene gene not seed it's not selfish seed. <laughs> selfish seed. You want to spread that as. That's not a benefit to me. I'm still dead in the ground. But to me, I'm like, in terms of like saving other people's lives, it it's yeah, like it's hard because you're like, it's not really a, unless it's like the whole wanting to be immortalized, that whole shit. But like, yeah. um, it, right. It also makes me, like that's where that's why I use that example because it's like you have to question. It's a stranger, you know, that they're going, and then you're like, okay, so this person dies. Now, is it? There could be the case that we didn't speak about where, yeah, this person has no family and they can't have children. They're infertile. What what else are they going to do? 
maybe they're just it's over. right there's no way um, to... that's time that's still not selflessness right but it's a good act to do if you're in that scenario so, like i'm not saying it's not like it's it's hard for me and i try i, I use that example to think about it all the time because i'm like there that's one that you you have a really hard time thinking like okay how does this help you like you really have to think about the ways it does benefit you you know like really hard and i, I don't I have answers i'm just do it, though like this is just personal but, but there i still are people, wouldn't do it or there are people that also i wonder if it brings us back to like um is there an obligation for the greater humanity to greater humanity because there's people that like say will sacrifice for an, a mass of people a mass of people and sure it could be the heroic thing but if it wasn't yeah, let's say firefighters in 9-11 to like I yeah just... so like okay yeah like healthcare all that stuff you 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 kind of wonder like do we have an obligation does altruism play a part in that if it exists or true altruism. I want to say true altruism. I want to be sure to say true. Well, how about the lady who, she was an elderly woman. She gives up a, um, she, she gives up her respirator due to things going on right now to mm -hmm. save someone else. She says, I lived a good life. She knows she's going to die. Yeah. What, what benefit the, the benefits of knowing is there is there did she have children do we, do we have to do we have to put a price tag on it because that's what it feels like it, it it's it almost feels like oh because you've got any benefit at what point does those benefits your expense already outweigh the benefits like you're you're doing well, something fine. at your own expense that's fine it's just not altruism that's all I'm saying. Like, that's totally, yeah, expenses totally outweigh the benefit sometimes. But that doesn't mean there's no benefit. I don't know. I know what you're saying. But, but, there's, but there's no benefit. I, I like. Oh, there's no benefit the really at all. Ultimate, okay. the, the, the really ultimately isn't any benefit. Yeah, I save someone's life, but I'm ultimately going to die. Like, in my mind. So, so, here's, here's my, so here's my question to you then. If someone like me says okay i'm gonna go save that person's life because mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do mm -hmm. and i get shot mm -hmm. my mind tells me there is no fucking benefit because i'm not coming back to life yes i may have saved someone's life but the but the ultimate thing is i'm dead and you cannot take that away from what what happened to me just because mm -hmm. i saved someone's life my end game what happens to me is i die and that is the what happened at my expense so you're not going to convince me that true oh, altruism <laughs> well, no 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 but no. I, but the, that's what i'm trying to get my argument across and i think i'm finally saying what i want to say and what i what i need to say is at the end of the day if someone like me is going to say no true altruism does exist because you're not going to sit there and tell me that the expense of me dying just because i saved someone's life there was no benefit you're not going to convince me that there is a benefit because my the expense was my life. Mm -hmm. So I I like to when that's a great 
like moving into like a topic similar but not is say say true altruism exists and this is something i like to kind of explore so it exists let's say it exists how did that trait evolve how does it still exist that we are we have selfless acts that could take our lives i'm kind of I'm, how does it evolve how is it still a part of us I'm just um, posing it. I, I don't believe know. <laughs> it's less, I believe it's less and less a part of us. Some people might still have it. Some people might not. Personally, I don't have that. I'm a very selfish person. Persian. Haha. <laughs> Persian. Person. <laughs> Whoa, the words are hard. Yeah, just oh my god. I've this had, is such I've a rough life. I've had a little bit to drink, so <laughs> sorry. Um, but I'm a selfish. I'm a selfish person. Like. If, if anything were to happen, and this could be my best friend, my soulmate, the love of my life, I don't care. Um, I don't think every person has this anymore. Some people have, some people haven't. But I will let, if somebody comes into my house and says, either I shoot you and you die, or I, shot, or I shoot person X and they die, I will always say shoot person X. You're poking, because right? Or are you serious? I am serious because I have a desire to live. Because if it was like, that's just kind of wonder where I wonder too about like not maybe benefit. This is where I'm like seeing all of it come together. It's like I don't not benefit to like myself in the long run. But if Rod and I were getting shot at, or anyone, period, I will oh, I will take person. it. I will no. You're a make, better person But like, than me. I just know at that moment it gives me like I'm doing the right thing. I need to do it and. If it's my life, yeah. So it's like a momentary thing, and then yeah, I'm dead, like you sure. said. So it's like but, it is selfish, it's not selfish, but like I know it's the right thing to do. I'm never hanging out with you. <laughs> Rod and I are gonna die both or, at the same time because we're gonna like run to each other and it's just like oh. or or I would never put <laughs> you in that situation. <laughs> but what, listen, no. But in oh. the end, maybe this is the selfish gene talking. Whatever. But. Like, wow. I value Damn. my survival above everybody That's else's because... Yes, I don't know. That's not me. Great. Then if we hang out together, I'll know yeah. I'll live. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I... Yeah, call me a bad person if you if you will or anybody bad. out there. Or I'm just... Yeah, in that moment of time when it's time when life or death, because that's a very extreme example, Right. Life or death, yeah, I'm selfish. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. I will go under the knife and I will donate half my liver and my kidney and, like, everything else in the will world you, for though? you. I will. I will. But if, but it is 100%, if there's a 100% chance I will die, no, I will pick me. Rod, would you, would you... At the very least until I have children. After that, I don't know. Would you take a bullet then for my someone? Gene... Rod? With the hundred percent certainty that you will die, because that is important there. See, this is what I mean. There is so much waiting time. By that time, you're both dead. <laughs> yeah. The, the the thing is, your wife. In a heartbeat. There we go. My point taken. You just said nobody. So there's people like Rod. Nobody. There's people like Rod. Okay. So that trait exists. Okay, maybe I haven't met that person yet. Okay. Possibly. But your, the your, way I am right your now. Your parents. Your your anyone. I don't know you like. No, no, no. Really? At this point in time, at this point in time, I uh, 
my survival goes first. And that's not like there's there's people of all walks of life in that scenario, but like I'm just saying there is a trait of selflessness. Don't don't, don't, don't get me wrong, I love you to death, I really do, but you're definitely you love me to death? death? No, you don't. You're you can't use that than mine at this point. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the thing. Like, I, if it's gonna come down to me taking a bullet, it's it's gonna be more likely everybody dies because I've taken so long to assess the situation. Because th that's the one thing. Like, I come from Jesper's school of thought, where I need, I, I have a need for self-preservation. So what I'm doing is I'm constantly, asset, like this is why my life sucks so much at times because I'm constantly, like when I'm out, I'm constantly assessing situations like where's the nearest exit? What, yeah. like I have this, I have this innate ability to want to survive so much that it's, ridiculously ingrained and i think i've gotten that from my father and I, I kind of feel like it's a almost to the point where it's like a paranoia however that being said if i found that there's no other opportunities that present itself then most likely i'm going to take the bullet whether or not i die or not i'll never know i'm gonna probably try to take the bullet in order to survive and have everybody else survive it's it, it's it's almost oh. not about the person it's about right. me trying to survive now sure. if i know that i'm going to die i'm gonna talk myself into no, that's not going to happen. There's still a one percent chance. Oh. Like that's how I'm taking it. That's how I'm taking it on. Okay. Regardless of any situation, I, I wouldn't be that able to do sense. that. Now, don't get me wrong. I won't use you as a human shield. <laughs> just to make just to make my persona a little bit better, I won't use you as a human shield. But I will run to the nearest cover, so to not get shot. Like, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say like here. I'll put Rod in front of me so I won't get hit. No, like, but I won't, I won't jump in front of you knowing that I will die. But I think we need both types of people because if you're trying for self-preservation, there's a good chance that by you surviving, even though you being selfish, let's say you do survive and you get outside the building you're going to more than likely you're going to run into Fuck the shit out of someone you're gonna you're gonna well you're gonna you're gonna talk to someone right at the scene like let, let's say let's say there was we're, we're gonna keep going with the shooter example there is a shooter you made it outside now more than likely you're gonna run into cops patrolling the building or you have information you're more than likely going to be able to give them information because to try you and survived save the other person to try to save the other person. Uh, okay, so let me let me let me get rid of that right away. Um, even even if I know for a fact that that other person will be shot in the head instantly dead the moment I take one step away, I would still step away. 
that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like you you've survived the you've survived the scenario, right? Yeah. You 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 have ultimately survived. You've escaped the scenario. You're the unhit. other person is 100% dead. But the the uh, but there's other people in the building still. You're not running back to be hero. How you're going you're going over to the officer and saying, "Hey, I know XYZ's in the building. This is where the shooter was located. That's all the information I have." Yeah. I would relay everything I know for sure. sure. Yes. That, that, well, that's what I mean. That's why people need a so, survivor so to maybe I then sacrifice this other person for the for the good of all the other people that could have been killed and are now not killed because I gave them information. There we go. I'm no longer an evil asshole well, person. I think we're getting <laughs> towards the core of like the core of it. Like, why do these trades exist? But I am 100% like, and, and I know that this sounds very harsh, but I am so determined on because I think I've said this in the past, I have an unhel almost unhealthy fear of death. So at this point in time, there is no question in my brain that I will always choose me over anybody else because I don't want to die. Um, that's just the way it is. Like, like I said before, don't get me wrong. If, if I have to donate a kidney, half a liver, whatever, like, sure. But if there's a hundred percent chance that it's either me or another person being dead, I will, I will choose for my own survival. Not because I hate the other person or because I feel like I'm a bad person, but because my selfish gene hasn't been fulfilled yet. Like I need to survive. But it's a, it's one thing too for, you know, Joe and I to sit here and say we're gonna take the bullet and we're not in that situation actively. Um, you know, do I believe what we say? I I believe that we think that we would do that if that situation arises. No. You, on the other hand, I can almost guarantee, like, the reason why I'm going to say what I say now is because of the quote-unquote our selfish genes, but I can understand why you would run away because it's that quote-unquote selfish gene. Joe and I, for example, we're not in that situation, so... We can't say how that gene's going to react at that time. We can give our best, you know, what we would think would happen, and we, but we're, we're all not in that situation. And it can change from minute to minute. And, and that's my feeling. But I too also have that fear of death. It's just not on my mind 24/7 yeah, 24/7 I think we're all yeah, like it's in, in my, my brain 24/7 <laughs> like I am eating food this is just an example I, I so little little backstory real quick when I was 11 I almost uh, you know how you used to be able to get these tiny tubs of vanilla ice cream that came included with a wooden spoon yeah <laughs> yeah so, so I was singing, sitting on a swing set in my front garden. I was holding it above my head while tilting my head back and, and 
tapping the underside to make it come out and fall into my mouth. It eventually did, got blocked in my airway, and uh, my mom had to perform the Heimlich, Heimlich, Heimlich. Heimlich. Heimlich maneuver yeah. on me. I almost died. I didn't. I barely eat for the next two weeks. But up until this day, I need to have a drink with my food, and I need to chew in a certain way, put my food in a certain space to be able to swallow it. So, like, I'm incredibly scared of of choking. Um, and there's a few other things that have happened throughout my life where I'm pretty damn sure I should have died, but I didn't. Um. So, yeah, I can put myself in the position of I don't want to die. So I am certain I will make that decision. I'm 100% certain that at this point in time, anybody I know, if it is 100%, you will die or I will die. I will build the fuck out and you will die. I'm sorry. I will never, I won't be able to live. Well, I will be able to live with myself, but I will be like guilt ridden for the rest of my life. But I'm alive. Sorry. Well, no. um, I mean, like crisis, right? You got three different reactions humans usually have. You have fight, flight, and freeze. And freeze, right? Yeah. And it's not like one is better than the other. I, I. That's why I was asking the question about like why does it still exist? But, uh, but, but you know what? It, it's it's very interesting because. Um, Joe, you and I have talked about this outside of podcasts, but both you and I, and I can't remember, Jesper, if you're the same as well, I know I suffer from night terrors. Occasionally. And, 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 and not um, um, sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Is what yeah. I was going through. That's, yeah, that's where that. I was going Weekly. Sleep, <laughs> sleep, sleep paralysis. Athlea with an occasional it, sleep paralysis. Like, it's very occasional for me. But, if, but, but think about what your mind and body's going through. You are... It, now, for me, I wake up either... It, it's normally from a loud noise, right? I, I've heard a loud noise. That, that's nine times out of ten is what it's going to be. Something... Um, as a matter of fact, the other night, I thought I heard something. I couldn't decipher whether or not it was in a dream or if it was, but I was, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get up. I was, I was, so you wonder what, how that plays, you know, that flight, fight or freeze because you're, you're frozen Well, and you wonder if that type of. Um, if that type of fear or that type of that type of response is going to play into like if if, if something's going to trigger that response when you're in that fight flight or f- freeze mode, right? So, but sleep paralysis is a bit different. So, um, what's waking you up is waking you up during your REM. So basically, you wake up. And you're, you're kind of, your body's still sleeping. Your bo- like, it's like a one switch is on and one switch is off. So that's why you can't move, right? <laughs> Sorry, but that's why you can't. I was just about to say, that's why normal, let's <laughs> be normal. <laughs> right? One switch but like, is on and one switch is off. Brain awake, body sleeping. It's not par, so it's not fear that's making you paralyzed. It's just, it's your brain. 
and so that and, noise and, you're hearing woke you up in REM. I, I ju just got a sleep study done for sleep paralysis and hip, hip pompic hallucinations, so that's why I'm going on about it. <laughs> but well, like, but that's Another so, story. yeah, your brain, you know, completely, yeah, are you talking about hip, hip, hip pompic? Hip, yeah, that's a step further than yeah. sleep paralysis, isn't it? Because you uh, are still, still yeah. seeing the stuff from your dreams, basically. So, yeah, I, I hallucinate my dreams, basically. Yeah. Um, but, like, sleep, if you have just sleep paralysis, sometimes you get that heavy chest, like someone's sitting on your chest or someone's holding you down oh, or you yeah, feel a yeah. presence in the room. Yeah, you get the holding down, yep. You can't yeah. move. Yeah, the presence in the room, yep. Yeah, so that's, like, you're literally, like, part of you is awake, a part of you is still paralyzed because it's still you know you got woken up from REM usually I think it always it's actually, like there is a switch sure. in your neck and it hasn't like switched on yet so the rest yeah. of your body can't like yeah and you can't use your vocals yeah, you try to just... scream and it's like coming out like if it comes out at all that's how I, I wake myself breathing. up I try to like I try to scream but nothing comes out nothing comes out and then after so many minutes I'll get a like gargle <laughs> and then I'll hear it and then all of a sudden my body will start moving again I got I got heavy breathing like I can I can have it or at least I think I can have it breathe. Yeah. Let's put it that way because I don't know if I'm actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then at some point it suddenly like lifts like, up. Yeah. All, all of a sudden it, it just switches and I'm like, okay. Sleep it's only happened to me once or twice, but it's 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 fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's like it doesn't like I know why but it, it happens, but I'm still terrified. <laughs> like, see, that's that's my that's my vision of of what could be what what death could be like in, in my career so what death could no, be like oh i think i misinterpreted yeah. what you meant okay oh, you, so okay. you're saying you're thinking like, oh, i'm so sorry i i completely thought you were talking no no, no. I, I said i said i i, I said what, but but i'm but i'm adding mm. an additional layer okay. onto okay. this now too because to, to me and that's I've got such a I'm very claustrophobic as well, and I'm getting an MRI was like ter terrifying oh, to me. Yeah. But um, in in my mind, that to me is what death could be or feel like. So I don't know how in the moment I would react because i could there there could be a moment where i freeze up and that could end up taking over me just freezing like it, and it like I, I feel like in a panic normally in a panic situation i've always been dis described as good i've been i've been in multiple situations where something not Granted, not shooter situations, because that's something totally different, but in situations where things needed to be done, we needed a go-to, um, someone was someone was in danger. Let, let's put it that way, you know, whether medically or something, and stuff needed to happen, right? So I've always... Yeah, so I've always been good in situations like that, but I don't know if when you come into a situation and you're you're bringing a situation where you could die and all of a sudden I have that mental picture, do I freeze up? And and can I say that I would actually then take the bullet to, to get back to our whole yeah. altruistic and, it... and all that fun stuff? It, it, it's hard for me to say. It's like, I want to say that I would, but would I freeze? You, you like, got to be very realistic with yourself. 
could, could I could I unconsciously just freeze up? Like I sure, would want to sure. do something and you know, that's what but you, but I you have to be very is. realistic with yourself. Like when it comes to that scenario, and it's a very specific scenario, and I don't know why we went with a shooter, but yeah. that seems to be it was my example be, for like altruism when I oh, was yeah. Yeah, right. true altruism. Like it, for me, it's really easy to go with the example of a shooter because that seems to be a very prominent thing that happens nowadays, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but like, I think you have to be very, 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 try to be very, very realistic with yourself, which is hard to picture yourself in that situation. And I think it's hard to not try to picture yourself as the hero, if that makes sense. Um, and, and, and I can honestly say I don't consider myself a hero. How much does being true to yourself factor into the overall what is what is the meaning of life? To fucking survive. If I could live a thousand years, I would live a fucking thousand years. With or without kids. I think I'm pretty positive that I could say that now. If I could get a Okay, so if I could get a shop that would allow me to be as I am right now, well slightly skinnier, but to be as I am right now the age and live forever even after earth explodes and is burned up and i would be projected into space because i can't die and i would wander in space forever until i land on another planet i will take that option because i'm a selfish asshole when it comes to that i feel like that's I would a love huge to be topic able to say, in and of itself living forever yeah but I would love to be able to say, like, no, I'm the hero in this story, and I would sacrifice my everything for my family. And no, I'm I'm very very aware of who I am and what I what I am and how, in air quotes, how bad of a person I am, how selfish of a person I am, and I would choose me. I don't really think that we need to put bad or good in it because that's well, I mean, very I've, like. I've... Like, I kind of feel like it's selfish, and selfish in 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 itself is kind of like considered bad. I, I suppose in general sense, like how sure, yeah. But I I really feel like when it comes to like it depends on like the level of crisis, like in the terms of what we're talking about in the, a shooting situation. Um, there's not much time to think, so I think it's really going to depend on your default, uh, like I don't want to say biological Instinct? reaction, but uh whether you fight, fight, or freeze. So I know that, like, when I'm in crisis situations, everything, I turn everything off. Like, I turn, I, I just, I just act because that's what I have to do. Like, that's, and that's sure. why I think I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'm, it's probably going to be, like, some, you know, not a great scenario, but, like, it's just, and then there's people who are able to, to, to think through it more. But when it, there's no time to think, it's like, okay, so is your, reaction you're gonna think anyways and then it's too late anyways or is it you're gonna run and that's not to say well, it's like a good idea or like a run to the situation i mean or in, are you gonna run away and get help like like rod is saying or in, in action on its own is an action yeah well right but then there's freeze where you don't do any of those things and you like you're just you're literally frozen in shock that's in so that's that's, shock. that's in action though but so that's still it's I'm, what I'm trying to say is, during a crisis like that, I, I question choice. Oh, I don't think you have a choice. Yeah, I, 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 I question. Think I think it goes down to like your 
not pre- I don't want to say predisposition because I'm not saying someone's predisposed because you can learn over time your body can learn to behave in a certain way but um yeah like your whatever your level is what you know what I'm trying to say right I, I can't get it out but I, I, I think, think I think you're talking about instinct well sure we can yeah. call it instinct if you want I I don't like that word as an anthropologist but yeah like no I just have trouble with it like don't do that. You tell me to talk about this stuff, and then you do that, and then I say, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but, but, but here's the thing. A layman knows what instinct is, and, and there's a general there's a general okay. idea of what well, the... Let's say instinct. Yeah, I, I suppose. That, don't get me wrong. Like I live with someone that is, that is diabetic type 1, so uh, hypoketosis, whatever that's called, happens frequently. On, on, she's on the verge of, of dying at some point. So during a crisis, yes, everything else gets put aside. I do what I need to do, right? But but I am not at risk of dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like in that crisis, like maybe you, you maybe your default is some, to either run or whatever. Like I'm saying, like I think it will go to our default, whatever that is. Maybe that's freezing, and like. But that still really didn't answer the question that I posed. That's How? The question. Being it, being true to yourself and being true to your nature, right? How essential is that to your meaning of life, to your purpose? So, yes, but what you're saying to me is that you, your perfect purpose, well, not your perfect purpose, but your purpose is that you want to live forever. Live forever. Ideally, right. yes. And I like to me, I said that I have no purpose, but I could even adopt that purpose. Is that's one of the yeah, things that I, I, but I don't is know. Is that what you really want, though? I would, yes, absolutely. As I your current self, wanna... or, or if you, if you, let's say that you age, right? Because I said it as the way I am now, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's, let's put into that you still age, your skin ages, your organ ages, your brain ages. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. as we go further into the future, you might be able to replace something, some things with symbiotics, etc., etc. Et you might be able to upload yourself to the cloud and download yourself That's into That's awesome. A, a totally. I would, <laughs> don't get me wrong either. I would love to live forever. Would you do that at the expense of other no, people dying. The, and and that would be Yeah. No, I would I not would. actively I would not actively personally kill other people. Yeah. Like I definitely wouldn't but, do that. Um, but if a scientist came to me and said we can make you live forever, but a thousand random people are going to die because of it, I would still take it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't. You don't know these people. I couldn't do it. You don't know. You will never know who they are. I just couldn't do it. Like, even if I, no matter how bad I would want that, I just couldn't do it. I could even, I could even go as far as if I knew all those thousand people, I would still do it. You're poking. No, I'm not poking. But you have like a, 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 an extreme phobia of dying. Okay. I have a fear not phobia uh, but like i fear dying but i don't have a disabling phobia of dying yeah i do i i do yeah. like granted i do but so I, that that yeah. is what enables me to make that choice what are you gonna say Ron? i'm kind of su- got I'm the dimples sorry. i see the dimples 
I'm uh, I'm siding with Jesper on this one. What you would say, yes? Okay. Even if it I, means uh, your wife? No, but we weren't we weren't then, bringing then that you're not, into Then the... you're not siding on my side with this one. Man. Hey, ladies out there, please uh, never date Jesper hit, hit, hit if you want to freaking feel safe. Hit up, hit up, Ron. Because, yeah, I, I mean, if, it, if it's my wife, no, but... Right, so then you're not completely siding with me. No, but I still think it's pretty shitty what I would do. You would, I mean, yeah, I'm, to uh, save you and your wife, let's say. You would do it. Yeah, no, We're not yeah, save, I not sorry, to live I, I would... I would not do it if my mom or my wife was involved. Your personal people. Yes. Um, I would even go as far to say that it would be hard if it was, um, you know, some people sitting in this room. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I wouldn't. Um, we all know is going to kill us both well no if it comes down to him he's gone um because i know he would do the same if it, if it was me and I, I but i get that like that's that's a weird understanding that i have and like it's almost one of those things of like okay i know if the roles were reversed you'd have no it's not and personal there, and it's no, not yeah it's not personal but like i'm not like there's no high road for me to take there either like i i'm not looking to take a high road in that scenario um like but you're you're playing on a a a really really uh, like it, it's like claustrophobia. It, 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 like they're they're like neck and neck, and, and like oh, no. those are death is above claustrophobia. Death is above. Oh no, I've, um, I've 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 got those two because they, they those two feel like they go hand in hand for me. Because if I can't do anything, like if I'm well, let me let me let me clarify my claustrophobia is also the inability to use extremities um because that that's that that definitely plays into it but regardless i am a hundred percent certain that if the if there are people i know i it, but i get to live forever Sorry, dudes. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate this. I hate to say it, but there's there's a certain part of me that really, really wants to live that bad. I um, I would want to do it. Don't get me wrong. I would really want to do it. But if I was told this is the cost, no matter how bad I wanted it, I just I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And I'm not trying to take like a high road or anything i just i have yeah are you trying huge, to make yourself out better than you actually are? i have a huge mm. like guilt complex like a really bad guilt complex so is, is your and guilt I just, complex i couldn't do it preventing you from being selfish a hundred percent a hundred and fifty fucking percent not because i don't want to be selfish because i can't no, like i just can't that, that's it's very interesting that that's a a something that has been uh, something that 
you have no control over because that has been given to you basically Angry. that's not no. something that comes natural <laughs> i believe no. that that would that, that that is preventing you from choosing you over something else or somebody else how I, was I, raised. I, I, I'm, I find that interesting how i was raised i was raised to put everyone first take the back burner all the time no matter what it, like say we're at events it's like this is such a little tiny thing, but it's just like, just think of like a child, you know, this is what you learn. You know, you, there's a buffet, you know, everyone has to get the food first and you either take the last bite or none at all because otherwise you be the last at everything. You, you take up as little space as possible, both verbally and physically. Uh, like I just, I just, just what I was confined to. And then over time, certain things happened in my life as I got older that created more of a guilt complex. And then like, I just have like, an extremely big guilt complex. I'll feel guilty over absolutely nothing. I could, I could just wake up and I feel guilty. Like So interesting, the buffet thing. I wouldn't be first in line, but I would be second or third. <laughs> just so that I don't seem too greedy. Dude, so you don't like that. But that was part of the way that we were raised because yeah. we were, I say we were raised. That was the part of how I was raised because if you didn't eat what was in the refrigerator, you weren't eating. Like, Dude, like, uh, it, was, it, it was survival of the fittest when it came to food. Like, because we were, my, my mom was a fat ass. My dad is a fat ass. I'm a fat ass. We all were like, we need to get that food. So, like, buffet, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to get up and get me some food. <laughs> but, and I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying, you know, it's it's very interesting how, because my fear of, the my, my fear of death comes from three things. One is the sleep paralysis because that that scares me the most because i've got this uh, i i am i'm very claustrophobic so i imagine because i don't know what happens after death you know what happens if your soul's just there and you're in all just so it, it, it freaks I got me you. out. Then I watched. Then I watched my dad deal with cancer, and he was so freaked out about death that, like, and he he basically said, like, anything, stick it in me to keep keep me going um, it, until much later on when the cancer finally did the number on him. And then my mom, with her religious beliefs, like I, I am am one who doesn't believe in the the the, the religious beliefs, and so, uh, so it, it's very hard. I I I can relate to this in a big way. Um, so a lot of people always say like, "Oh no, don't be scared of death because you won't know that you're deaf." Um, which, so this is something that this is, okay. This is going back to the taboo episode. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is one of the, this is one of my personal taboos, right? Talking about, about death. So these last 10 minutes have been, whoo, roller coaster. 
Um, but I'll, I'll break it out. I am scared of the nothingness. No feeling, no thinking, no hearing, no seeing, no conscience, no sentiment, no nothingness. Um, the sleep paralysis is, to, uh, and I don't know if this is the case. I don't think anybody can actually answer this, maybe except for Joe. But the sleep paralysis to me feels like the last feeling before death. Um, the, the cancer stuff, um, I've had multiple family members that have had cancer, have died of cancer, have been through all the stages, whether it's good or bad, uh, towards the end, the, the, the ones that say, do whatever you can to keep me alive. And the ones that say, just pump me full of morphine and I'm done. Most recently, my grandmother, that was just like, nah, pump me full with morphine. I'm done. She was at peace with it. Um, I've heard many of horror stories where they describe the last thing a person says before they die is not actually saying anything at all. It is a feverish scream. And that's something that I've heard many of years ago. And that haunts me to, to this day. Like, it's that terrifying to me that I already know what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, what it's what I'm going to be saying when that moment happens. And that feverish screams comes from a Kevin Smith interview, the funniest fucking guy I've ever seen. But he that was how his father went and he described uh, how he had like Kevin Smith himself had a heart attack. And those things stay with me forever. I don't want to remember them, but for some reason, I cannot unsee them. Hashtag cannot unsee. Um, yeah. So that is where my unhealthy um, phobia of death comes from. Like a lot of events in my life combined. And that's why I am that so-called, my own words, selfish bad person that I will always choose me above anything and anybody else when it comes to survival. Um, and those are things that I'd rather not know. In hindsight, 2020, right? Like, um, so one of the questions that I wanted to ask along these philosophical episodes is like, oh, would you want to know you are going to die beforehand or die suddenly without warning? I would want to die suddenly without warning. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to know that I'm going, because that would be the worst mm -hmm. fucking hell time in my life. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to go through that. I've seen people go through that. I don't want to go through that. I've heard too many horror stories. I don't. I, I, nah, kill me in a fucking headshot. Kill me in an accident that I die instantly, the not knowing what happened. And terror of knowing that your your day is coming, is like yes. Yeah, no, I would pick suddenly, surprisingly. Exactly. Like... And and the only reason that I say, like, oh, you might be able to speak of this is because you've got the, the, the SARS history. Yes. Yeah, so... Which we haven't really delved into yeah. on the podcast I don't, And yet. I don't want to, like, talk about, uh, let's call it my near-death experience, because I don't want to 
cause anything more stressful for you, Jesper, uh, in relation to what you were saying you're, you, you know, you're scared of. And, and there's, of course, other people have many different stories and different experiences of momentarily dying, you know. Um, so there's I don't really want to... light at the tunnel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing at oh, when oh. it was happening. Okay, so I won't get into, like, too much of the details, but... No, yeah. go for it. I mean, I've entered this, so you might as well just... Okay. Well, I don't know. I'll oh, try to... No, I gotta relive this again. Okay, brace yourself, because uh, this this one has gotten to me, too. What? The, the story? Yeah, we, we talked oh. about it. We, we, we've talked about it before, but, but you know, like, yeah. what, what, what Jesper explained was very, the, the, his fears yeah. were, were the, they me were, and him were, were sharing the same. Phobia or fears. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I just, I think I handle mine just a little bit better, but I still have those same, and it's not like, it's not like I'm bragging like, oh, I have, no, it's just <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's just, I, um, for whatever reason, it's easier for me if it's out of sight, out of mind, yeah. but it, it's still all of those things like if I'm laying there in bed, I, I start thinking, and then it's just that's why I have the TV. Over. I have the TV on, and I have YouTube on my phone next to me with sound, so that it will distract mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Because if I get a moment to think, that's where my thoughts go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean sorry. to. No, I, I'm like, should we? I'm actually just second guessing whether or not we should talk about it right now. Not just because of you guys, but also because it is about the virus. No, no word. The no, no <laughs> word. Um, because I also don't want to like scare people since it's genetically related in some way. It and, is SARS too. People should refer yeah. it as SARS too. To be honest. Yeah, the virus itself. Um, so I don't know if like I should, but I, I will say one thing that's just kind of it's not funny, but it's funny. But right before I was gone, uh, there was like you know in movies when they show like the, the 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 light at the end of the tunnel or something, and then like the white comes from the side of the screens and it like closes into a circle. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Those okay. are the operating lights, though, aren't they? Like, <laughs> well, they like no, no, not like not the glare, but like it's like you're seeing from their like perspective anyways and the white the white comes in till the middle until the scenes white black whatever uh, but that's how it was it was really weird and it was so i couldn't move my body at that point um but my consciousness was still kind of there and when i was watching it happen i actually thought to myself so i was thinking and i was almost like laughing in my head which is weird um because obviously I couldn't do any expressions or anything, but in my head I was like, is this what they're talking about? Like with the light at the end of the tunnel? Is this why they do this in the movies? And then gone. <laughs> but I had more thoughts before that, but I won't get into that. But that was just the, right. the, the, the comedic part of it, I guess. But, but I love how you put the brand recognition in there of, so I was thinking. <laughs> my... <laughs> I didn't even notice. Joe, always on brand. <laughs> right and it's that it's that moment 
that scares me the most. Anyway, on to a lighter topic. Is it better for a person to have a broad knowledge base or a deep knowledge base? Tune in next time. Thank you for listening to So I Was Thinking. If you've enjoyed this content, please take the time to like, subscribe, and share on all social media platforms. Your support means the world to us, and we appreciate your time. So once again, from all of us at So I Was Thinking, thank you for listening.